Hello and welcome back to the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to cover why we remain ultra bullish on Bitcoin and crypto, despite the weeks, months and even years of boring sideways action. We're going to cover basically what we posted in CC Pro a few days ago, but we're going to dive into a few of the points in more detail. As always, thank you very much for listening. Make sure to drop a comment on Spotify and we'll make sure it's published. If you've got any content that you'd like covered on the podcast, please email us at mark at ccgla.co.uk. So as I said in the intro, today's episode is all about why we stay massively bullish on Bitcoin and crypto, despite all the months of sideways and down action. As we all know, bear markets are tough and they're designed to be tough because smart money wants people to sell their crypto and fall back in at higher prices. You'll hear many people sell in a bear market and disappear and they'll maybe fall back in when the bull run comes around and that's the easiest way to make losses. The key in any market, any investment is buy low, sell high and bear markets are the lowest prices. But day to day, it can get demotivating when all you hear is bad news, prices aren't moving, sideways action, and most days it's red or sideways. So we thought it was about time we posted why we stay massively bullish and we're going to delve into a few points that make us even more bullish on the next bull run. So one of the reasons we remain so bullish is we believe the bottom's in and that gives us a bullish sentiment because we know although there's going to be a lot of drawdowns and a lot of retracements before the halving, we are out of the woods and we're out of the dark days of the bear market. In 2018-2019 bear market, Bitcoin bottomed around 500 days from the halving. Well, if you look at the Bitcoin bottom this time around, it was in November 2022, and that is 500 days before the next halving, which we reckon is going to happen in April 2024. So we know the bottom's in. So although we know we can drop down, we can go back to sub $25,000, we still won't go any lower, in my opinion. The bottom is in, we won't go lower than $15,500. So that gives us a sense of relief. On top of this, if we look back at 2017, Bitcoin's price peaked in December 2017 at around $20,000. Now, after the halving in May 2020, Bitcoin went on to break this all-time high in December 2020. So from all-time high to breaking that all-time high was around three years. And as I said at the start, we are two years since the previous all-time high. So I expect us to break our current all-time high at $69,000 in December 2024. Now, I know a lot of people will be thinking, well, that's over 15 months from now. However, the all-time high was at $69,000 and currently we trade around $29,000. So there's still $40,000 of upside. And in achieving that $40,000 upside, we're going to see massive pumps, especially for some of the smaller altcoins that we hold. So while we might be a couple of years away from the new Bitcoin all-time high, bridging that gap between $29,000 where we sit just now and breaking the all-time high at $69,000 before December 2024 is still very bullish. Even if we only went back to all-time highs, we're going to see massive pumps from altcoins along the way. Another reason we are so bullish on Bitcoin is the fact that when you look at higher timeframes, like the daily, the three-day and the weekly, Bitcoin sits above the 200 moving average on all these timeframes. So that gives us a certain level of confidence that if Bitcoin's price did drop, 
we would expect them to hold as support. On top of this, we are less than nine months from the next Bitcoin halving, and we know that supply is going to be cut. So currently, every single day, miners mine 900 Bitcoins into circulation. That's going to be cut to 450 in April time next year. This is extremely bullish. In any asset, if you cut supply and demand stays constant, then price is likely to rise. In any asset where you keep supply the same, but increase demand, price is likely to rise. But with Bitcoin, we have both. So supply will be cut in half next April with the halving, but we know there's more demand coming into the Bitcoin space, and we know this because there's now institutional demand in the form of the ETFs. Next up, we have the fact that XRP has recently been deemed not a security. It's got legal clarity that we've been talking about for years. The fact that XRP and Bitcoin now have regulatory clarity is very bullish for the space. And that precedence set by the judge can be used for other altcoins hopefully in the coming months. So hopefully we'll see more victories for the crypto space and the SEC will either get beaten or there will be massive changes to their regulatory framework. Gary Gensler, in my opinion, is under significant pressure, which is why only last week he said that he was going to focus on different assets as opposed to crypto in the coming months. So more reasons why we're bullish is the fact that in the last couple of years, we have had massive collapses in the crypto space. We had the Terra Luna collapse, we had Celsius, we had FTX, all trying to drag down the crypto space. And yet Bitcoin popped back up and it survived and it's back up around the $30,000 mark. This is huge. There's a trillion dollars worth of money in the crypto space currently, despite all these massive collapses. And when we look at these collapses, we can see that while history doesn't repeat, it does rhyme. And at every bear market, we see massive news stories that cause massive crashes in price. And this bear market, we had the collapse of a lot of institutions like Terra Luna, Celsius and FTX. We've also seen XRP relisted on exchanges in the US, which suggests that exchanges are less scared of regulation in the US. And we've also seen presidential candidates come out in favour of Bitcoin. Robert Kennedy Jr. is a massive advocate of Bitcoin and Ron DeSantis, the Republican candidate, is also a fan of crypto and anti-CBDCs. It is a pre-election year, so we know politicians will say absolutely anything to get support. And regardless of what side you see yourself on, Democrat or Republican, the chances of Biden being against Bitcoin when he can see the massive swell of support that the Bitcoin community has given to these candidates seems unlikely to me. So if Biden did flip to pro-Bitcoin in order to get some votes, then his regulation is going to have to follow that and it's going to have to show that he has actually switched to being pro-Bitcoin and pro-crypto. And that could be very bullish for the space especially in 2024 as we approach the election. Now, if you listen to this podcast regularly, you'll know I do a lot of macro analysis, trying to relate the traditional system to crypto and Bitcoin. And over the past few months, we have seen the US Treasury yields rise dramatically to some of their highest levels. And what that means is basically the US government borrowing or creating debt to go and spend, they're having to borrow at a higher interest rate than they've ever had to do since 2008. On top of this, we've also seen the fastest Fed rate hike in history. So interest rates in the US are at their highest rate since the 80s, but they raised those rates so quick that, in my opinion, the full effects of that 
interest rate hike hasn't been felt by the markets. On top of this, you've got the challenge from the BRICS nations, with Russia and China trying to back their BRICS currency by gold. And all of these combined is a massive challenge to the dominance of the US dollar. In my opinion, the US will go into quite a major recession, either at the end of this year or the start of next year. It will be a deep recession, there will be a big crash in the economy, and the federal government's going to be forced to print trillions of dollars. They're going to be forced to step in, they're going to be forced to stimulate economic activity, and the only way they can do that is by printing money. That's going to weaken the dollar, and it's going to send Bitcoin and crypto to the absolute moon. The US government is currently spending about a trillion dollars a year just on interest on the debt, but as every month goes by, that interest on the debt gets higher and higher because interest rates are so high and the level of debt is so high. On top of this, you also have the global impact of Japan strengthening the yen and what will happen with the ECB and the Bank of England. They will also impact the dollar strength in the coming months. The dollar is seeing a rally right now, but in my opinion that's a bear market rally, it's a relief rally and it will continue to the downside in the months to come. And most of it's because of the level of debt in the US, which is why it was downgraded in the past few days. Other reasons why I'm so bullish on Bitcoin and crypto is the fact that more and more adoption happens all the time. We're seeing use cases come out of the developing world. We're seeing people talk about Bitcoin and gold in the same sentence as a safe haven asset from money printing. And we're also seeing Bitcoin miners expand their uses. Bitcoin mining is now used to capture excess gas in oil fields. It's being used to mine Bitcoin with stranded energy, which otherwise would go to waste. And it's starting to use a lot more renewables, which is bullish for Bitcoin because it's not going to get this negative press about energy usage in the next couple of years. Lastly, I need to mention Swissborg. As you know, we are massive fans of Swissborg. And the reason that is, is because we focus on educational content and bringing people into crypto in a safe space. Swissborg is the safest place to buy and hold your crypto. But at the same time, it is also very user-friendly. So we are massive fans of Swissborg. And in this bear market, Swissborg have added more and more products. And they're all designed around educating people on finance. It's a wealth app. Swissborg have released loads of new products like the Web3 thematic, the Golden thematic, and they've got loads more coming. But they've also done their Series A investment round in a bear market at the lowest point of the bear market and allowed people to take part in an investment round that's normally shut off to just VC firms and hedge funds. So this makes us even more bullish on Swissborg long term. So overall, there is loads of reasons to be bullish on crypto. But we completely understand why members get phased by weeks and weeks of sideways action. A lot of it comes from the fact that it's still a niche project, so you probably don't have a lot of people to talk about about crypto and actually rationalise the fact that the markets are moving sideways. After all, we've not broken our range at $32,000. We're still technically in a bear market, and it's meant to be boring. It's meant to frustrate you. You're meant to sell and leave crypto. That's what smart money wants. But as you can see from this podcast and from the post that Deck put out a few days ago, there is loads of reasons why Bitcoin and crypto is going to flourish in the next two years. I firmly believe that the halving next year will kickstart a massive bull run. At the same time, we have central banks all around the world and up to their eyeballs in debt. They're more indebted than ever in history. 
at the same time they've got higher interest rates than ever. The only way out of this situation is through money printing. And in that environment, hard assets like Bitcoin will perform really well and they will absolutely pump. So that's my podcast on why we remain bullish, why everybody should remain bullish and why everybody should be using this time to educate themselves and accumulate as much crypto as possible. Thanks very much for listening. Leave some comments on Spotify and I'll catch you again in the next one.